0: Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. Welcome on The Culture News. My name is David Ceriro, and I have the pleasure to have today on iHeartRadio one of the greatest conductor musicians of all time. This is, of course, the wonderful Mr. Scott Yu. He is an American conductor, a violinist. He was appointed chief conductor and artistic director of the mexico city philharmonic orchestra in 2016 and he now hosts this wonderful new tv series by pbs congrats again to pbs really these guys are doing amazing amazing work and this tv series is called now hear this and guess what we are going to talk about that and we are going to hear the wonderful. Uh, Scott Yo. Mr. Scott, how are you today? Good morning, David. How are you? It's a pleasure and an honor to be on. How are you? Oh, decent. The honor is all mine. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I know your schedule is probably busier than (laughs) than the minister of, uh, you know, the president. So I really, really (laughs) appreciate that you're taking some of your time uh, it it really, really means a lot. I apologize for the early call because I'm in Paris no. uh, for this uh, sure. next month. So uh, the, the, this is what it is that I have the studio in the afternoon. Sorry about the early wake up calls. <laughs> no problem. But I know uh, conductors, they're always the first one uh, awake. So first, I would love to know about yourself, if you don't mind. Would you be so kind to tell me where you're from, which city you're from, in what brought you to music in the first place?
1: Uh, that's a really nice question. Um, You know, I'm from the United States. Uh, My mother's Japanese. My father uh, is Korean. Uh, He passed a few years ago. Um, They met in the United States. They had me and my mother uh, really loved music uh, always. Uh, She heard a young Japanese violinist when she was in high school and she said, wow, that's a really beautiful instrument. And my father loved music, especially violin and piano. And so they had me start on an instrument. And, you know, um, I was quite advanced for my age. Um, and so I, I got to do a lot of um, interesting things when I was younger. And um, when I was 12 years old, I played a concerto at the Boston Symphony, which was really uh, a thrill and um you know, just things kind of uh, went from there. And uh, I got involved in, in TV, because just by, by accident, um, I was giving a concert and talking about actually Brahms. And uh, somebody uh, in, in the audience was a PBS producer. And so after the after the concert, he said, um, "You know, I really enjoyed what you said about Brahms. Let's make a TV show together." And then, uh, probably a year later, we were maybe a little less than a year later, we were shooting the pilot in Milan. So, which was on Vivaldi. So it um, it all went really fast, and it was very exciting.
0: Wow! And and thank you for sharing this and. Uh... Uh, there is w- w- what what your, your 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 parents first of all oh my condolences for your for your father may you rest in peace and what what your parents were telling you when you when you decided to to play music and especially to be uh, a conductor
1: uh, <laughs> well when they found out I was going to be a violinist uh they were really trying to talk me out of that um they thought that that is a
0: (laughs) a, you know usually (laughs) in france mothers are like crying please my son go to study an instrument i pay all the lessons i work day and night but you was the opposite
1: (laughs) well yeah you know they they were saying you should really become a doctor or maybe go to work as a banker or do something that would you know make a paycheck and you know uh The truth was that when I was 22, 23, 24, uh, I wasn't making very much money at all. And it was, you know, it was pretty difficult, but, you know, um, I don't know. uh, There are lots of great ways to live life. I mean, you're, you, you uh, grew up in, in, uh, in Morocco and, and, you know, you had a really interesting background and, and you ended up going into music and, and, you know, you you have a full life. I'm sure that if you had done become a writer or become a lawyer or a doctor, uh, you would have had a full life that way too. I, I think yeah. there are many good ways to there are many good ways of of growing up and and living your life, and and this is just one
0: of them. Wow, it is it is so um, inspiring and and so so beautiful what you're saying. So uh, you know, I, I invite really everyone to go. Uh, check you out. First of all, your website is uh, Scott S C O T. Then the line, in the middle U Y O O dot com, uh, to know more about you as they are listening to this interview and really watch you playing. And there is one thing, and I hope you don't take uh, you don't take it as an offense. When I really want to see someone if he or she is really feeling the music. I watch a video of them and I mute the sound you know what I mean and and I did it with you and man I've never seen someone who is living the music more than you do who is breathing <laughs> music it's almost like you, you, know, you are inhaling the music and 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 I'm pretty sure that you know Violent was uh, no offense to violinist, of course, but uh, that violin became too small for you to content all your your energy. Is that what brought you to become a, a conductor at some point? Like, what made you go from, uh, okay, I need to to dabble, we call it, uh, I, I think, you know, to, to go from one instrument to another one because conducting is, um, uh, you know, it can be a little bit, uh, uh, I remember when I had a lot of, uh, Uh, classical musicians and they were like oh no I want to be now uh, a conductor people were like oh excuse me you know (laughs) so uh, how did it feel for you and and what was that desire inside of you to be oh I just don't want to be a violinist I want to be a conductor and I'm sure that the fact that you became a conductor made you a better violinist and the fact you're a violinist made you a better conductor Uh, what was your story about that?
1: Well, this is spoken by uh by an opera singer so that's very uh, that's very kind of you <laughs> um, great, thank you I would say this um you know uh, when I was 18 I was supposed to play a concerto a, a Bach concerto with Pinka Zuckerman conducting and I was so excited because he was an idol of mine he still is and uh, when we got to the rehearsal he said oh you don't need a conductor for this you conduct and I was so disappointed because I, I desperately wanted to have his name on my resume, and and you know I was sad. And so anyway, we started, and at one point I wanted the orchestra to play a little softer, so I just bent my knees a little bit, and uh, the orchestra just vanished. And I thought, oh my god, they, they're incredible. I mean, this is this is what an incredible feeling to to. To move your body and and for the sound to, to completely change, just evaporate, and I thought I better I better really, you know, check this out. And so, um, anyway that that was that was the very beginning. You know what you said about conducting and violin. I think that it's really uh, it, it's very helpful uh, to play an instrument um, when you want to be a conductor. Just because um, violin is helpful, because then you know how. Uh, you know about fifty people in your in your in front of you. You know what they are going through. You know how they're suffering, um, and so you know how to help them. Uh, I don't play the flute. Uh, I don't play the French horn, but I I can play a string instrument. So I know you know what the problems are, and um you know certainly um to conduct Brahms or to conduct Mahler or to conduct uh, Mozart or Beethoven. You know it's really nice to have played his. You know their chamber music and and their violin pieces. You know, I've before I conducted any uh, Beethoven uh, symphony, I had conducted many of I, I played many of his string quartets. I had played most of his violin sonatas. I played his violin concerto, so I knew kind of the language of Beethoven, and I think that's helpful.
0: And it is definitely and and I cannot imagine how. Uh violinist, uh they must be you know, when they are playing in front of you, uh, you know, when you are conducting them, because they must be like, Well, wait, we cannot <laughs> BS that guy. He knows <laughs> about our instrument, you know. <laughs> so that must be that must be interesting. So um, you know, it would take days to to say all the great things that, that you have done. I would just say some big uh, highlights that at age 26, you became the assistant conductor at the Dallas Symphony Orchestra. You conducted the San Francisco Symphony, the Colorado Symphony, the Indianapolis Symphony, the Utah, the New World Symphony, uh, a lot of uh, great things, uh, the London Symphonia, the Orchestre Philharmonique de Radio France, which I know were very, very, a very good orchestra. Um, And I would say also the Estonian National Symphony Orchestra, amazing musicians in Estonia, and also in Tokyo and in Seoul Philharmonic Orchestra. And you did one thing which I so applaud you for that, is that you founded uh, in Medellin, 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 depends how you want to say it, in Colombia, you founded the Medellin Festi Camara uh, Festival, which brings... Underprivileged musicians and international artists together. Uh, Dad, I love you so much for doing that. This is this is so much uh, you. You know, without uh, uh, I I don't mean to do a joke with your last step, but this is so much your you. You know, your artistry. You have that generosity in you when you play. You giving to everyone. What I would say. Um, influenced you and inspired you to to create that that desire of giving back and help others
1: uh, you're very kind David um, that was a complete accident I had gone to Colombia for the first time to conduct at the Cartagena Music Festival uh, there was an orchestra there called the London city of London Symphonia and they, uh they they needed somebody to conduct them at the festival i was free i I was very lucky to have been free and to have been asked and anyway at that festival i ended up volunteering to teach about i don't know maybe 50 or 60 kids you know maybe 15 minutes each just you know give them some music lessons they were all floating around at the festival and just observing and they asked me to um, conduct their youth orchestra just just come once and conduct the youth orchestra and one of the one of the musicians who was a young girl uh she uh she fainted during the la- the rehearsal and I didn't understand what happened but they said that it was very common because um these kids mostly only ate lunch um at school, and then everything else, oh. every other meal they didn't eat. And so i you know, I was shocked. I had never ex- experienced something like that. So I told them, you know I would volunteer and and just do a, a little bit of work with them. And uh, what they asked me to do was to start a festival where the kids could play with professionals. the 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 the, 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 the kids in the program could play with professional musicians. So, you know, I told them, you know, we probably have to have a lot of professional musicians there, not so many kids, because the kids can't, they're not that sophisticated yet. And so we, we we played the Mendelssohn octet, for example, and there were six professional musicians playing and only two two kids. And two kids would play the first movement, two kids would play the second movement, two kids would play the third movement, two kids would play the fourth movement. So, you know, eight children got to experience that, and we did... You know, many, many pieces of music like that. And, um, you know, it became really um, a life-changing experience for, for all of us. Uh, you know, um, we, we paid everybody a small honorarium, and most people just donated it back to the festival. And, you know, that was already 10 years ago, and I still um, keep in touch with the kids who attended that festival. Actually, one of them lived with us for a year um in 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 uh, in Missouri, uh, where my wife teaches. So you know it was really a life-changing uh, event. and you know I really hope I can do it again, actually, because it really it really changed my life.
0: Wow, this is um so inspiring all you all you're saying. and and since then that uh, music festival grew and became um, you know, very, very very important and and congratulations really. Uh, for um uh, for for doing that. So, um I, you know, the word I would say accident that you mentioned about that music festival is, I think, a word that uh, is very close to you. Of course, we wish you no accidents at all. but, uh, I know that you enroll at Harvard where you study physics after accidentally breaking your index finger. So, you know, there yes, are, there are yes. some good accidents sometimes that <laughs> that happen uh, in, in your life. And now you became, in 2016, uh, you were elected to become the chief conductor of the Mexico City Philharmonic Orchestra. So Mexico is definitely on my bucket list uh, to go to visit. If I go, I'd definitely go and listen to you guys. Let me
1: know uh, when you're there. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you a tour.
0: Oh, that would be so wonderful. So my question is, you are used as, um, before we start to talk, of course, about this wonderful uh, TV series that you're doing with PBS, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, before we talk about that, um, one question for you, my dear Scott, you are a violinist, Violin is a very important part of an orchestra. You are a conductor. You conducting, and you conducted many, many important orchestra. Um, is it the orchestra that creates the sound, or is it really the conductor who brings his own DNA to the orchestra? How does it work? Wow, that's
1: that's an amazing question. I would say that the conductor shows the orchestra how good they are. Wow. The, wow. Conductor, the conductor allows the orchestra to be 100% of themselves, not 80%, not 70%, but hundred percent of themselves. That's, that's the job is to allow them to be
0: good and to stay out of their way. Wow. And Not easy to do, though. Also, kind of <laughs> do. Yeah, no, Not no, no. Easy. That's that's really amazing. And, and, and I feel you also, the the quality control, you know, is that every time I see your name, I know, you know, uh, the quality would be uh, beyond what is uh, imaginable. So really, uh, congratulations. So now, we are going to talk about this wonderful, wonderful uh, TV series. So, Um, I'm gonna sound lazy, but I promise you I'm not. Um, Tell me, what is the TV series called Now Hear This that is celebrating their third season? Congratulations. And first of all, what can we see in that TV series and how that whole idea came together?
1: So, Now Hear This is a television show about art music, you know, about classical music. And, when we started it, we just really had one goal, which was to make sure that everybody listens to a little bit of classical music. Um, We're not saying don't listen to rock music or don't listen to jazz. No, continue to listen to all of that music. Just add a little bit of classical music. That's what we, that's what we argue. And, um, you know, we thought that it would be important if you're going to do a show about classical music to get people interested who maybe are not interested in classical music at all, but maybe they're interested in history or maybe they're interested in cooking or wine, or they're interested in clothing, or they're interested in architecture or they're interested, you know, we want to give people many ways into the art form and um, you know, we feel that this music is, is a little intimidating for people because we're almost taught, you know, this music, it's great, but it's for, it's not for you, it's for somebody older. It's for somebody who is smarter than you or has played an instrument. Those are all, those are all, that's, those are all complete nonsense. Um, these, this music is for everybody. Uh, it was written. By very smart people. um, But you can be a rocket scientist and enjoy it. And you can be a taxi driver and enjoy it. Um, You can be a musician and enjoy it. You can be a non-musician and enjoy it. And you know, we base the show very heavily around the work of Anthony Bourdain, who was a a, a wonderful chef. And he really sort of invented this, this category of television, which is culture and food, travel. And food, stories and food. We just replace the food with music.
0: This is such a good speech. <laughs> you know, this is so 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 clear. So, of course, I invite everyone to go to uh, watch it and big shout out to PBS for always um you know making culture affordable and and, and easily readable to to everyone. I mean, whether it's for classical music or for opera i mean they're really really amazing so pbs congrats really and congrats to you uh scott because you are doing this um this wonderful thing so um before we start to say goodbye to each other uh tell me something first of all i'm sorry to you scott and to my dear friend max Horowitz from crossover media because i say they told me 10 minutes and uh, you know it's almost half an hour so i'm <laughs> i'm terrible you know i'm terrible uh but uh, <laughs> you know uh, a, a french moroccan jew you always need to time it by 3 you know at least you know so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what is going on in your mind when you are um uh, conducting what are you thinking about do you visualize the score do you try to make it entertaining for the audience also because you know for people who didn't realize um you you give your back uh, to to the audience so um what's going on in your mind when when you're conducting what are you trying to achieve and does it happen that sometimes as a conductor you can uh, you can fail you cannot make it uh, in one night or you have a bad night what is a what is success a bad night for a conductor also wow that's a that's a great question <laughs> um a fantastic question um we fail all the time or
1: at least I fail all the time that's very common um <clears throat> you do something that throws the orchestra off they, they are confused or they the, you didn't do the right thing or, or, you know, somebody's, maybe somebody slows down and you push the, you push the orchestra forward too fast and then things become very turbulent, like an airplane uh, in a thunderstorm, you know, many things can happen. Um, you know, the, your job, uh, I think first and foremost is to not interfere with what the composer wanted. Um, they they are they are masters uh, you know, Schumann knew exactly what he was doing. Uh, Brahms knew exactly what he was doing. Mozart knew exactly what he was doing they, they they're they're geniuses, so you just stay out of their way and you make sure that what they wanted happens. And um, you know, I think that um when you present the music to the orchestra in a very Elegant way in a, a very clear way uh, with a good um, concept behind it. The orchestra can say, "Okay, we see we see where he's going. Okay, we, we, we can we can do this. We can work with this, and then you know things can go very well." Um, but you know, maybe if you don't know the score well enough and you don't know exactly uh, what the composer wanted. Then you don't know exactly what you want. You want either, and then the orchestra says, "Huh, what's going on? We don't know what's going on. We, we this is really difficult. I'm gonna, we're gonna do it our own way." And of course, everybody has their own way of doing things, and then things kind of get difficult. So, um, I would say that <clears throat> the conductor can, the conductor can't make things better, but the conductor can make things much, much, much worse. <laughs> and and our job is to make is to allow the orchestra to be at its best.
0: It's hard wow well you're doing you're doing a fantastic job very quickly one if you have let's say a violinist or musician who wants to um audition for you who wants to play for you who wants to be to exist <laughs> you know in front of you um one advice and one not advice you know like one of your pet peeves like please do never do that at the sure. door Please, but I beg you. <laughs> what would it be? Sure, sure.
1: Yeah, that's an excellent question. Also, um, uh, I would say that people sometimes feel that, oh, well, I I don't play very well in 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 concerts. I don't play very well in auditions, but I play well at home. But I. I truly believe that people play
0: the same. So I think would that be your, your, um, your, I would say your, your do not do. <laughs> at, well, uh, at the I tradition. guess what I'm
1: saying is practice as, as well as you can
0: ah. practice
1: as carefully and well as you can, because how you play when it really matters is simply a, re- a reflection of the quality of your practicing. And so if, and I, you know, I think that goes for many things in life, um, you know, you can't, um, if you bite your nails all the time, uh, I think it's very hard not to bite your nails when you're in a job interview or when you're meeting your, your friend's parents. Uh, so, so just don't bite your nails. Um, and especially with music, um, <clears throat> if you play, let's say um, measure 320, if you can't play it well, in, in the practice room or it's you don't play it well, uh, chances are you will not play it well in the concert
0: That's even.
1: So you've got yeah. to play me- measure 321 well at home. Thousand and then percent. it will be there for you in a, in a concert.
0: A thousand percent. I'm thinking of, uh, you know, same thing for, uh, you know, as a, as an opera singer, sometimes if you don't have the high notes, you know, uh, at home <laughs> when you're alone, then don't think that being on stage with the stress, with the adrenaline, with the audience, with with all the distraction, with all of that is gonna come out. You know, so I always tend to do on concerts uh, things that uh, uh, for sure I, I I can do at home, even on a bad day. You know, so I think your your advice is a, is such a, such a good advice. So. Um, my dear 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 Scott, I'm so honored to uh, to to have you today uh, on the show. You're a phenomenal phenomenal musician um i you are what i call a cultural entrepreneur <laughs> which i really love <laughs> you, you love to create opportunities you love to go out there you love to knock doors and you simply love to do music because music is about collaborations and and you understood uh, all of that and you're so proud of your a wonderful, wonderful heritage and in, in, in you bringing it out there. You know, your next mission that I would love you to do, I know you're going to hate me because I'm going to bring more things on your business ca- calendar, is that you take some of these unknown music that nobody knows from Korea, from Japan, um, which is part of your heritage, and you bring it to the uh average joe you know to to the regular i would say uh audience and also these new composers um you know to to give them also a place in in your wonderful wonderful program i cannot think of a better person than you to do it really
1: you got a deal as long as the next time we are shooting in morocco Oh, you come yes. and and be and be with us and show show us around and show oh, us yeah, what definitely. there is to know. J- we'll, start it, we'll start. we in Fez. Oh
0: yeah, please, please, please. And, we'll start and in Fez, and then you'll
1: take us around Morocco, and you you tell us you tell oh. us what's going on.
0: Anytime, brother. But that just be, be ready one thing is that you will not leave Morocco. That That's the only thing, you know? Oh, so no. be ready no, to I, move I there <laughs> and, and make sure you don't eat one month prior because you're going to eat a lot over there. <laughs> <You know? laughs> We're going to feed you a lot. You might not be able to okay. feed the conductor pit, you know? <laughs> It's going to be good. My dear Scott, thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is David Serrero. I had the pleasure to have today over the phone uh, this phenomenal, phenomenal American conductor and violinist, uh, the chief conductor and artistic director of the Mexico City Philharmonic Orchestra. He hosts the PBS TV series Now Hear This, and I hope there will be some episodes in Morocco. Um, And, of course, why not in Paris also? Um, We love this phenomenal, God-given, really, angel. That's really who he is. Go to check him out. Of course, his name is Scott Yo. Let me spell it for you S C O T T. Yo is spelled Y O O. A wonderful, wonderful person. And may I tell you something, Scott? Happy birthday to you. (laughs) Happy birthday to you. So happy birthday because I know your birthday is April 25th, which is tomorrow. So happy birthday, <laughs> Mazatov. Congratulations. All the best to you. And please, 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 more, more of you, more of you, more of you, more of you. We love you right now. You know what? We're going to play some Escoccio, uh recording right now. Stay tuned for more music on iHeartRadio. It is a beautiful day.